they come on behind me. It's a bit loud tonight. This is marvellous. This is great to be a lame young man. I'm a bit nervous. I've just found out that adrenaline's brown. But... <laughs> Great to be. I can't stay too long. It's nice to be. It's nice to have a book in so soon after pantomime. Uh, Will my prince never come? Said Snow White as she stirred the custard with the other hand. <laughs> but it's nice to be here. What do you call a dog with no tongue? And dirty bollocks. But <laughs> I said to my girlfriend last night. I said to my girlfriend last night. I said, Gosh. I said, You're a bit dry, aren't you, darling? <laughs> she said, You're licking the carpet. <laughs> Keep going till I find out what you like. I am. Um, <laughs> I can do impressions. This is my impression of a pig with a hair lip. <laughs> can I see your driving license? <laughs> and, and what's the difference between a magician's wand and a policeman's truncheon? A magician's wand is for cunning stunts. <laughs> and <laughs> a policeman's truncheon is for apprehending criminals. <laughs> And what's the difference between a lost golf ball and a mounted policeman? One's a hunt on a course, and <laughs> the other one is quite tall. <laughs> this little lad went up to his mum, this little lad, he went up to his mum, he said, Mum, what's a lesbian? <laughs> oh, she said, ask your father when she comes home. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to be here. My mate said to me in the pub once, he said to me in the pub, my mate said to me in the pub, he said, how do you get your hair like that, all spiky like that? I've tried everything, how do you get your hair spiky like that? Who cuts your hair for your fly mark, wall cast? How do you get your chuffing hair spiky like that? I said, pardon. He said, how do you get your chuffing hair spiky like that? I said, well, I'll tell you the truth. What I do is, when I'm in bed with the wife and we're fooling around and hiding the baloney, what I do is, well, half a pepper army in my case. <laughs> You're the spicy one with the skin on. But what I do is, I... <laughs> Pull the covers back, she's rather a large lady. I mean, sometimes I burn my arse on the light bulb. But I pull the covers back. <laughs> pull the covers back, we've got nothing on, right? And I work my way down her body. I open her legs as wide as they'll go. I make a wish, and when it's, when it stopped echoing, what I do is... <laughs> rub my head up and down between the legs very, very hard, like that. And I don't know, quite know why, but for some unknown reason, it seemed to make my hair go chuffing spiky. I don't know why, but it makes my hair go spiky. He said, does it? I said, it's chuffing, does it? If you want your hair like mine, you're going to have to try that. He said, I'm going to do. And I saw him three weeks later, and his hair was just like mine. I couldn't believe it. I said, did he do what I told you? He said, I chuffing did. <laughs> oh, and haven't you got a lovely house? <laughs> well, you see, He'd been round to my house, you see, that was a joke. Everybody thought he was going to go to his own house. It was a joke. I'm a comedian. <laughs> Usually. You're not here for Vince Hill or somebody, are you? No, do you know, when I got married, her parents promised me four acres of land and a cow. I'm still waiting for the land. <laughs> we had no money when we got married. We had no chuffing money. And I saved up some money. And after the, straight after the reception, I mean, we were very happily married. It was on the way back to the reception. The trouble started. I mean, she wanted to be on the photos. Well, <laughs> whisked away. We went to this very, very posh hotel. I was going to surprise her. I walked in this posh hotel. It was all marble and brass. I went up to the counter, rang the brass bell. The manager came out with the dicky ball. May I help you? I said, I certainly hope so. We've just got married this afternoon. This is my wife. I'm her husband. We've married each other. <laughs> and I was wondering if you possibly had a suite available for this evening. He said, certainly, sir. Would you like the bridal? I said, no, I'll swing on a tits. <laughs> <laughs> no, swing on a tits, he said. He said, no. Please yourself. 
Once there was this nun, there were a nun, just a normal everyday nun. She was just a normal everyday nun, Lane Gemman. And one day this normal everyday nun went to the Mother Superior and she said, Mother Superior, and the Mother Superior said, Yes, my child. She said, Well, she said, I think I've got some awfully bad news, I'm afraid. And the Mother Superior said, My child, my chaffin child. <laughs> what what has chaffin happened? She said, Well, I I think I'm pregnant. And the Mother Superior she went. How can this possibly have happened? She said, well, I, I think it was six months ago. You see, I was on the way back from the village with the shopping when I met this monk from the abbey down the road. And he was rather a good-looking monk. And we stood and chatted for a while. And he had a nice personality. And then suddenly, he lifted my habit up and pointed at my cockerel's chin. And... <laughs> told me that my cockerel's chin was... Well, she knows what I'm talking about. She told me that my cockerel's chin was, in actual fact, the gates of heaven. <laughs> and I believed him. The mother superior went, she went, the lion? Fine. Then what happened? She said, well, we stood and chatted a bit longer. Then suddenly he lifted his habit up and pointed at this thing that was hanging there, <laughs> holding a satsuma. <laughs> and he... <laughs> he told me that this thing holding the satsuma <laughs> was in actual fact St. Peter. <laughs> and I believed him. The Mother Superior said, they lying. Swine. Then what happened? She said, well, we stood and chatted a bit longer. Then suddenly he said that St. Peter and his Satsuma wanted to come into the gates of heaven. <laughs> and I believed him. The Mother Superior said, they're lying. Fine. <laughs> he told me it was Gabriel's on. I've been blowing it for three months. <laughs> <laughs> Two little old ladies in an old folks' home talking about the past and reminiscing. And one little old lady said to the other one, she said, do you remember the minuet? And the other one said, I don't remember the ones I shagged. <laughs> but... <laughs> but... <laughs> it's great to be here. <laughs> One for the old people, what's a hospice? About three gallons. Ha ha ha! little old fellow, a little old man, and his name was Albert Smith, quite an unusual name. But Albert Smith, unfortunately, had to go into hospital to have his arms amputated and his legs amputated, ladies and gentlemen. It was, yes, quite a serious operation. And, well, he was taken to hospital where the surgeons battled for several hours and eventually got him on the table. And, <laughs> The next morning, he was sat up in bed with no arms and no legs, and the surgeon came round to see him. He said, how are you getting on? He said, no idea now. He said, um, 
I said, how are you feeling, Mr. Smith? He said, well, he said, I've had a pretty rotten night, in actual fact. I said, I've had a rotten night. He started tipping up, and the surgeon just caught him like that, and by his shoulders, just gently sat him up into a perpendicular position. He said, did you have a lot of pain, Mr. He said, pain? He said, I have never known pain like it. He caught him again and just sat him up into a perpendicular position. He said, well, I can give you some sleeping tablets and some pain... Oh, he said, thanks ever so much. That's very, very kind of you. He just caught him again and sat him up. And then the nurse came round. She said, what did the surgeon say? Oh, he said, he's told me I can have some painkillers and some sleeping tablets tonight. And she caught him and just gently sat him up into a perpendicular position. He said, anyway, I said, um, what time is visiting time, please? Oh, she said, it's about half past two. And she just caught him and sat him up into a perpendicular position. Oh, the wife came at visiting time. She said, I'll bet. How are they treating you in here? Oh, I said, it's all right, but, um... They won't let me fart. Oh, you have to laugh, haven't you? I'll tell you when, please. We haven't got time for that. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great to be here. I was stopped by the coppers last week. Is any coppers in? Bastards, aren't they? Oh! Well, they're not all bastards. I mean, some of them are all right. <laughs> some coppers are bare-faced liars and other ones have beards. <laughs> but they've no sense of humour, though, police people, have they? They've got no chaffing sense of humour. This copper stopped me the other week. He said, hey, what about your real lights? Oh, I said, never mind my real lights. Where's my caravan? I said, well... <laughs> he said, are you the driver of this vehicle? I said, well, it's automatic, but I have to be here. He said, um... You were doing 70 miles an hour. I said, I can't have been out, been out an hour. He said, um... <laughs> I said, we've been drinking, haven't we? I said, I don't remember buying you one. He said, um... <laughs> he said, didn't you see the arrows? I said, never saw the Indians. He said, look... <laughs> he said, I have reason to believe you've been drinking. I said, thank Christ for that. I thought my steering had gone. <laughs> he said, aren't your fly holes open? Oh, I said, somebody's nicked me missus. <laughs> He said, where have you been? What have you been doing? Oh, I said, I've been on the firm's outing. I'm celebrating. He said, well, where's everybody else? I said, I'm self-employed. <laughs> oh, he said, can I see your licence? I showed him. He said, this is a dog licence. I said, well, I'm driving a rover. But, but... <laughs> What's the difference between a hedgehog and a panda car? The hedgehog's got the pricks on the outside. <laughs> and what can a cow do that a woman can't? Stand up to its tits in water without getting its fanny wet. <laughs> Sorry about me back. <laughs> Why do lady parachutists wear jock straps? It stops them whistling on the way down. <laughs> Coming, couldn't you? <laughs> oh dear. This farmer said to his wife, he said, you know, if you've got bigger tits, we could get rid of the cows. <laughs> she said, if you've got a bigger dick, we could get rid of the tractor driver. <laughs> he knows the woman. And he went up to him, he went, he went. <laughs> <laughs> can I have, uh, can I have sex with you for 50 pence? <laughs> she said, you can go and toss yourself off. He came back in half an hour, he went... <laughs> <laughs> Who do I give the money to? Got to be careful, though, these days, haven't you? Got to be so chuffing careful, you've got to wear one of them condominiums, haven't you? <laughs> I've got one on now. We're pissing down when I set off, and I've got a hole in my wellies. But 
Oh, I started wearing two. Now I'm double careful, may I? Mind you, the one on my tongue keeps slipping off, but I've started wearing two condoms in actual fat lens. I'm gonna... Oh, this fella, right, it's a Yorkshire man, right? He lived in this little village just outside Barnsley. Because I love accents, me. Accents, because you all talk different down here, don't you? But I love... My mate, he lives in Birmingham, rang me up the other week. He said, you'll never guess what I've gone and done. I said, what? He said, I've only gone and chopped my finger off. Oh, I said, not your whole finger. He said, no, the one next to it. <laughs> anyway, this fella... This... There's another one I shouldn't have done, but, um... This fella, look at him, spent all day doing his hair and then come out without the bastard. Have you seen him? Look, look, look. Not anywhere a Yorkshireman, so you might have a bit of a problem with the accent lane jam. Anyway, a Yorkshireman. And he came home from work one day, and his, and his wife were just, she were just, and he came in and said, Help, laugh, how's it going? Is they all right? Where's me dinner? Where's me dinner? Where's me snap? She said, I'll tell thee where that snap is. That snap's at back at Cat, that's where that snap is. She said, Anyway, where's that been till this teaming eat? He said, I'll tell thee where I've been till this teaming eat. I've been walking round precinct. That's where I've been till this demon eat. I've been walking round precinct. I've been in Bowitz. She said that. That's been in Bowitz. Ah, I said Bowitz the chemist. So I couldn't believe it. He said I went in condominium department. He said I couldn't believe it. They were selling flavoured condoms. I know. She said the one mother. He said the war. My girlfriend came home the other week. She said you never guess what I've gonna do. I said, what? She said, I bought some of those glow-in-the-dark condoms. <laughs> Never have. She said, I have. She said, I thought we could play a game. I said, why, what we're going to do? She said, well, why don't you go in the bedroom, turn all the lights off, she said, and put one of these glow-in-the-dark condoms on. Give us a shout. I'll come running in. I'll dive on it. We'll have a right laugh. <laughs> 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 oh, we had a laugh, all right. I put it on the bedpost. <laughs> I'm still visiting her. <clears throat> well, <laughs> no, he said, uh, he said, I was walking around condominium. He said, I couldn't believe it. they were selling flavoured condoms. I know she said, they won't bother. He said, they won't. Anyway, he said, I bought a big massive cardboard box full of these flavoured condoms. She said, yeah, I'm tough, yeah. He said, I'm tough. He said, because I thought we could play a game. She said, she said, Reet. He said, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll go in the bedroom, take all our clobber off. <laughs> we'll turn all leaks out. Then I'll randomly select out a cardboard box, one of these flavoured condoms, I knows. I'll put it on, and the, the, has to guess what flavour it is. <laughs> she said, reet. Anyway, they went in the bedroom, turned all the lights out, and... <laughs> and after a couple of minutes, she shouted, cheese and onion. <laughs> He said, I haven't put one on yet. <laughs> well, that one makes my tongue in, that one. It makes my tongue in, that one. Sorry about that, sorry. Don't you got me so careful, look. I'll tell you then, please. I, I can remember when I was only five, Lindsay, and I can remember being at school. My brother, he was six. He used to tell lies. He was, everything he said were a lie, were a compulsive, chuffing lie. Everything he said when he was only six, everything he said was a chuffing lie. <laughs> He's a copper now. Bitch him. It's a very good one as well. Well... <laughs> Oh, no, everything were a compulsive chuffing like. He once come home from school and he said to me, Dad, he said, Dad, my dad said, What, son? He said, You'll never guess what Arthur Smedley in our class has gone and chuffing done. I said, Why, what's he done, son? He said, He's shit in my underpants. 
because it, it, it was a liar. <laughs> I can remember when I were at school, my first girlfriend, Doreen. I used to call her Bubbles because she never wiped her nose. But she... <laughs> she taught me everything. Oh, I can remember the first night there. She was in bed tripping her moustache with a black and decker. <laughs> oh, I was snogging her all over. <laughs> oh, she said, kiss me where it smells. <laughs> so I took her to Scunthorpe and... Uh, <laughs> Give her a kiss. She said, give me ten inches and hurt me. So I put it in twice and nutted her, you know. And... <laughs> then, what I did... What I did then... Have you noticed, though, that men and women... No, let me get me serious now. Just be serious for a small moment of your very precious time. But have you noticed how men and women, in my field studies anyway, men and women seem to have totally different hoga-hoga-hoga-hoganisms? You know, I mean, I think a man's fairly simple, if you don't mind me saying, ladies. I think it's the women that cause the problems, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> well, it's a little bit. You know, I said to my girlfriend the other day, I said, I said, uh, why don't you tell me when you're having an orgasm? She said, you're never there. I said, look. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think a man is fairly simple when he's having an orgasm, but a woman, a woman, I mean, they take a lot of getting going, don't they? They take a lot of getting going. And once you've got, especially if they're having one of those multiple, multiple orgasms. No, they're like car crashes, aren't they? Like a multiple car crash, aren't they? Those, those types of, you know, you can't jump and stop them, in other words, you know. <laughs> but a man, I mean, when he's having one, he sort of goes, he sort of goes, he sort of, uh, he goes, oh, yeah, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. She's having one of them multiple car crash ones. <laughs> it's no good trying to listen to what they're saying, is it, lads? No good trying to chuff and listen when they're having a multiple car crash one. It's no good. They just contradict themselves. It's no good believing what they're saying, is it, boys and girls? <laughs> Sorry, I've just come out of panto. But, um... <laughs> if I want to listen to an arsehole, I'll fart. When a woman's having one, that's a different kettle of fish, isn't it? What did I say then? It's a different... <laughs> it's a different ball game, isn't it, a woman, that? When she, especially a multiple car crash one, women go like that, they go... I'll try and miss it. <laughs> oh, oh, come here. I love you. I love you. Oh. 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 
No, don't touch, don't touch, I'm sensitive. No, don't... <laughs> And you're on the top trying to get to sleep, aren't you, lads? <laughs> you can't get off, can you? They won't let you go, will they? You're not going anywhere, you love me. <laughs> Glad that. Then he just laid there, and then eventually... You're just nodding off, aren't you, lads, when... when she coughs. And your dick goes... <laughs> like a slug. She's finished with it. <laughs> You're right, love. Oh, dear. Anyway, how was it for you?